0: Oh, what fresh hell is this?
1: This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast.
2: Hey everybody, it's Senior with Cigar Tipsters. Uh, Had an opportunity sitting around smoking some good cigars. Thought we'd uh, do a cigar review. We've got uh, a couple of good friends here with us today. Tim Piper who you probably have seen him from the uh, Cigar Tipsters website. He's one of our reviewers. Got another friend of ours from Missouri, Corey. Um, he came in. Uh, they actually rode bikes down. And I'm totally fucking this. <laughs> That's why he usually does the material. I'm just the comedic factor. But anyway, how you doing, guys? I'm
1: doing good. How are you
2: doing? All right. How about you, Corey?
1: Not bad. Not bad at all.
2: All right. Well, like I said, we've got the uh, 262 Revere, and we're going to start smoking it and see what, uh, what we think. A uh, little background on these guys. Uh, they all met up here in Alabama this weekend. Uh, Tim and his wife came down from New York. Corey comes in from Missouri, and one of our chicken shit friends who won't get on the microphone came up from Florida. That's Joe. Hey, Joe. <laughs> How's it going back there, Joe? So we've all got these things lit up here. Uh, What's first impressions there, Tim?
0: Uh, Good construction, good draw.
1: Not getting a whole lot of flavor out of it.
2: What about you, Corey?
1: It's got a real good solid draw. Um, I'm not sold on the flavor yet.
2: Yeah, I'll have to kind of agree with that. I mean, I'm about three quarters of an inch in, trying to uh, let it develop a little bit. But... Not picking up a whole lot just yet, but, uh, but while we're waiting on these to develop, uh, how was the ride down?
0: Uh, wet, <laughs> but not too bad, uneventful for the most part.
2: Yeah. Well, that's cool. And, Corey, you came from Missouri the other way, about right. the same. About the same. <laughs> not
1: a whole lot, whole lot of rain to deal with yet, but we're looking forward to that on the way home.
2: Yeah, the whole idea was uh, we were all going to get together and do a uh, bike festival down here in Fonsdale. But uh, due to the weather conditions, we all decided to just hang out uh, here at the sailboat marina and smoke some good cigars, drink a lot of alcohol, and have some fun. Where's the pause button on this thing? i got to think a minute. There's no pause
0: button.
2: If you need to pause, just pause. <laughs> <laughs> the, the editor will take care of it. <sighs> See, this is where he he's usually has all the research done and has all the good details on it. Uh, I think we're all smoking the Robusto 5x50. I think uh, retail is roughly around $8. Uh, now, I have smoked several of the 262 cigars that, uh, that I've liked in the past. We've met Clint a couple of times, Chattanooga tweet up, and uh, I think at one of the cigar shops we ran into him. Actually, I think, was that Clint you ran into at the cigar shop when you bought these?
0: I think it was. He was the president or whatever. Tall, skinny dude with Tall, red skinny. chaps. I had a suit on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, there's a story behind the red chaps. He showed up and tweeted up with them. So. But, uh, okay. Anything working with your cigar here yet?
0: No, no good flavors yet. Yeah. I was trying to read here to see what what we're supposed to be getting out of it.
2: <laughs> uh, one reviewer said they're getting some dried fruity notes and stuff like that. I have a hard time picking those up. I usually pick up the coffee, the uh, um, cocos, a little bit of cedar, stuff like that. But I'm not getting a whole lot out of this one. So we'll uh, see as they develop on as we go forward.
0: So what's new and exciting in Alabama?
2: the new and exciting world of Alabama. Well, here in Gunnersville, we had uh, Bassmasters in here last weekend and some other kind of fishing tournament up in here uh, this weekend, as you guys can see from the line at the restaurant when we tried to go eat dinner tonight. Uh, Sailboat, I think they did a uh, cruise over to the city docks and had lunch over there earlier today. But, not a whole lot going on right now. Waiting to uh, get more into summer and the lake will light up then. So how's that working over there, Corey?
1: I'm not really picking up on any fruitiness either. and I am the novice amongst all of us, but uh, I don't know. uh, Not a whole lot of flavor. Not what I would expect.
2: Uh, Just a comment from the peanut gallery. It's... uh, (laughs) A little bit earthy, definitely some cedar, but yeah, it's definitely not, I would expect a lot more spice out of a dark wrapper like this. Yeah, that's Junior floating around here. He didn't want to sit in on this what we think is turning into a clusterfuck, but (laughs) he bailed on us, but we were going to try it anyway.
0: It's got a nice tight ash so far.
2: Yeah, it is holding in there pretty good. And that usually always tears Mark up the yeah. tight ash part.
0: Does Mark like a tight ash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it
1: usually gets a good
2: one. <laughs> that and the uh, word nipple. Yeah, and get him to say uh c- cigar aficionado. <laughs> 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 he like... No, <laughs> well, you just said it wrong, so Well I of course I did. <laughs> but I'm old, grey headed, and can get away with stuff like that.
0: Where uh Drinking, uh, I'm drinking ginger and coke with this. I don't know if that's having any effect on getting any of the flavors out of it.
2: Might be the amount of the jack that's been consumed today. <laughs> that's inhibiting the taste buds.
0: It's burning somewhat even.
2: The burn's good. The uh, construction, like we said earlier, is real good. It's got a good draw to it. I'd have to say it's more on the medium to mild side. I don't know if that's the intention. Uh, I know with some of their cigars, they've went uh, come out, I think, initially with a, a stronger cigar and then went to a, uh, a very mild cigar, and this one's uh, falling somewhere there in between.
0: Now this isn't even a new cigar, according to this,
2: came When it d-
0: came out in the fall of 2012.
2: Why have I not seen this one? Or am I mis—I must be misspoken. Then I—I uh, I was thinking it was one of the newer ones. I thought that's out. what he told
0: me it was. It was one. Well, that's—that's that's what
2: I thought. So it's a uh, Nicaraguan wrapper, double binder, uh, Nicaraguan and uh, Jalapa fillers or Nicaraguan. Esteli, Jalapa, and whatever that other word there is. can Help me out, Corey. You're the mayor here. You know these things. <laughs> uh, Last word here. Candiga? Candiga? Candiga, okay. Yeah, and Corey's the mayor-elect out in Missouri, so we're <laughs> fortunate to have uh, a mayor on the podcast with us.
0: Nobody rolled out the red carpet.
2: <laughs> I got red Solo cups. That's close enough.
1: It works for me.
0: <laughs> Our guest from Florida disappeared. I see.
2: He ran quick. Can't uh, say as I blame for him. The, uh, I'm a big fan of the 262 ideology, and this one, this one's not living up to the hype that the ideology has so far. Anyway, see if it gets stiffer as it goes along. And what's the other they've got? The Paradigm? Paradigm. Yeah. Paradigm. Now, I like that one as well, you know, the, so that's uh, a good smoke. The Allegiance, and they have a new version of the Allegiance coming out this summer. It's going to be a Lancero version of the same blend. See, that's why he's supposed to be in here. He does all the research. <laughs> I'm
0: getting a little bit of spice. I'm about an inch through. I'm picking up some spice notes.
2: Yeah, I'm a little over an inch. I'm getting a little bit of a a cedar-y hint, which is, I don't know, it could be typical of being in a humidor box for a while. But uh, it's it's a good smoke from the standpoint of the burn, construction, ash, but it just don't really blow your socks off like Mark or Junior had mentioned. The uh, with some of their other blends are just outstanding.
0: I typically smoke a Nub Maduro, which is a good 6 $7 stick. Right. And this, this doesn't even compare to...
2: Well, and that's one of the things we've talked about. Um, with 262, they're considered to be one of the boutique blends. And the thing I see with a lot of those guys is they price themselves even above some of the, the real staples in the industry. Right. So in a lot of cases, it's hard to get people to actually try the cigar. I mean, I'm sure they have a little more upfront cost and everything of trying to get their cigars rolled than does Fuyente or right. CAO or some of the Rockies, those, those really big guys. But uh, one of the things, and I'll mention another blend uh, is Vicarious. Now, that's the one thing they tried to bring. They brought three different cigars to the the market, a blue, white, and a black. Being a, It's a, a Connecticut, a uh, Maduro, and then a Habano, I believe, are the three, but I'm probably misspoken again. But they priced them in such a way that it entices people to pick one up and give it a try. And I think that's what some of the guys with the boutique blends are going to have to start doing to, to really move uh, a lot of the cigars and get them into people's hands and people to realize just how good some of the cigars out there are. So I see you're a little further in there, Corey. How's it working? Anything new popped up?
1: Not a whole lot. Um, I I would expect and want more, more spice than certainly what I'm, I'm getting here. Um, again, as, as a novice amongst us, I would have a hard time paying $8 a stick.
2: Yeah. Now you, um, I think last night when we were talking smoking, you said typically you're in the medium range on those? Correct. And so you would say that one's a little bit milder below the medium, and that's not getting quite as milder much.
1: milder than, than what I would expect okay. and what I would prefer.
0: It's definitely good construction, though. Burns good.
2: Well, I found that with all their cigars to be that way. I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting a whole lot out of it. And and understand, you know, this is uh, the first time we've smoked this cigar, and it's the first one of those. Typically, before, especially before we'll do a written review, we want to at least smoke a couple of them. Because there is times that you get one that's a little different, or all of these probably came out of the same box, right? So I mean, you can get some that vary a little from one box to the other, and potentially a little more time in the humidor might do it some good.
0: But on the same show, we're all we're smoking four of them, we're all getting the same (laughs) results.
2: Hey, I'm trying to be nice here. I don't want to get a dirty email from two sixteen. Because I do like those guys, and like I say, they've got some really good sticks out there. But this one uh, does seem to be falling just a little bit short.
0: Maybe we'll get into the next flavor profile here shortly. Well,
2: that's one of the things I've noticed with some cigars, that it does take a little time for them to develop. That was supposed to be the thought process behind the nub, was to to develop it with uh, the filet mignon of the tobacco and have it where it would develop right from the first light. And uh, that was Sam Lucia's uh, brainchild when he was over with Oliva. Now he uh, actually has his own blends out now. Uh, He's got a uh, Sam Lucia black that Mark and I both really like. The white uh, is a good smoke. It's a little bit milder than the black. And then... uh, He's got a uh, luchador. Kind of has like a Mexican wrestler's mask for a band. Smoked a couple of those, hadn't been a real fan, but like I say, the black and the white are both excellent. Highly recommend those. Are
0: there any other new new cigars out there that Uh, you'd recommend?
2: There's always some coming out there. I mean, we've been sitting here kicking around the nub uh, noticed, I was in a shop in Memphis, Tennessee the other day, and they had a Nub Cafe. Uh, they had several different ones. The one I happened to pick up was an Espresso. So if you like some of the flavored cigars, this one falls somewhere in there with the Java and the Tobacco Special, with a little bit of coffee flavors. To me, the, the Nub was a little too flavorful. It just... <laughs> Which, uh, and I guess I'm like you, Tim, I really like the Nub Maduro and the Nub uh, Habano. And I think if you got something right, leave it alone. Right. And uh, But, you know, again, I didn't smoke but one of them, so I'm not going to pass judgment on them.
0: How's that Marlboro, Joe? Marlboro fantastic. Nice construction. Full
2: flavor. How's the ash there? Uh tight. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have that fire safe
0: paper in case you fall
2: asleep? Absolutely. I, I think pass out would be the appropriate term. <laughs> <laughs> so Corey, you've been smoking anything new and different?
1: No, not recently. I've uh, like you know, I stick to the Nub Maduro. Occasionally, if I get handed something else, the Vicarious, you gave me the uh, the blue. I really enjoyed those last night.
2: I'm sure Jerry will be glad to hear that. I had
0: a chance the other night when I was down at the Humidor in Memphis to uh, get my hands on a couple of Ligas. They were Always good. Always
2: good. Now, did you know they're uh, owned by Swisher Sweet now? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, Drew Estate is now owned by Swisher Sweet. Ho-
0: hopefully the quality doesn't
2: That's what I'm hoping. I know when CAO first got bought out by General, it seemed like the quality faded a little bit, but then it, uh, it started to come back. And hopefully with Swisher, they're just coming in and seeing that Drew Estate had some amazing cigars, and they'll just leave it alone at that. Hopefully. Now, Corey, you've got a a pretty nice shop to smoke in out there in Springfield, Missouri. You want to give them a plug?
1: Uh, Just for him, located off Battlefield Road. Great shop. Um, Anytime I walk in the door, great service, very knowledgeable, just great folks in general to deal with.
2: And if I remember right, the guys that own the place out there have their own. Uh, boutique cigar, uh, twisted cigars, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right?
1: That is correct.
2: Yeah. Uh, happened to have the pleasure of Chattanooga Tweet Up. Uh, I think it was a couple of years ago now that we met those guys and tried some of their cigars. Really good. And You get an opportunity out in the Springfield area. Um, well worth your time to stop in and have a smoke with them. Now Tim, I know being from New York up in your area, a little sparing on the cigar shops and availability of cigars.
0: Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of... Uh, well, actually, I don't know of any place where you can actually go to a cigar shop and sit down and smoke a cigar. Oh,
2: that's, thanks
0: to New York State. But
2: well, you know, we is, will accept the uh, transplants from New York. You can move down here. You know, we don't mind. <laughs> Which Now, one of our other guys that's a regular on the podcast, Kirk, up in Minnesota... You know, those guys are just hammered by the taxes. Um, they have this $8 cigar in Minnesota would be probably $14. And a huge part of that is just the tobacco taxes that they pay above and beyond what a lot of the other states do. And I know Arkansas and several others were horribly bad with with the tax portion of it. So hopefully... Uh, that's going to change, and some of it's going to start to get where it's a little more reasonable and people can get out and enjoy cigars. And hopefully the cigar Nazis will back off and we can start actually having some shops to smoke in. That would be nice. Uh, it would be nice if you could actually find a restaurant or bar, sit down, have a drink, smoke your cigar. Not everybody has a, a nice patio out here by the marina to smoke in, like we're fortunate enough to be at tonight. Well, I'm about... Uh, a little over two and a half inches in probably I'm smoking a little slower than these other guys I guess I'm talking too much it's developed a little bit uh, getting a little more flavor out of it but it's still not something I think I would pick up again if, if I was standing in front of the 262 line uh, this would not be my choice I go with the ideology or the paradigm uh, as I've said before, both those are really good smokes. What do you think, Tim? You're the furthest in.
0: I haven't really picked up any other flavor. It's got very faint spice. Uh, I haven't dropped my ass yet, so I mean it's doing good as far as that.
2: For the price point,
0: I probably wouldn't pick one up.
2: Well, Corey, what what do you think in there?
1: I would have to agree with Tim on that. Um, For for the price, I would uh, take my money elsewhere. With what I presently experienced, Um, it is you know starting to develop a little bit more, but nothing nothing uh, nothing that I'm excited about.
2: Okay. Fair enough. So now, both of you guys kind of said the Nub Maduro is a go-to. Anything else that's kind of in a normal rotation there that you're smoking?
0: Oh, the LX2s. Uh, you're still on the LX2s, huh? The LX2s, MX2s, yeah.
2: Now, the LX2, that's the Lajero version right. of the CAO. Have you ventured into the Super Hero yet that Rocky's got out?
0: No, I, honestly, I've had a bad run with Rocky, so I've been kind of staying away from him. Yeah.
2: Now, we, uh, I've seen them. I hadn't picked up one. Uh, picked up a Don Gonzalez at an event that was a triple Lajaro, and it was, and I've been smoking for a long time, but it was just about too strong for me. It was really good smoke, but it, it was just a little bit stronger than what I would want. So I hadn't ventured into the super Lajaro yet. How about you, Corey?
1: I, not really. I don't get a whole lot of chance to enjoy a good cigar, and then, and I stick to the nub for the most part. Yeah.
0: The nub is, for the money, is is the way to go. I think. I mean, it's that's uh, good
2: smoke. A, I don't I don't argue that.
0: Forty five minutes to an hour out of a out of a nub.
2: I know Mark had a uh, San Cristobal Revelation up here the other night little shit sends me a picture of it as he's smoking it jealous of course because that's another excellent cigar and that's one of the things that he and i've noticed as many cigars as we smoke between the two of us and I, i smoke more than he does but there's just so many great cigars out there right now i mean like i said i've been smoking cigars for a lot of years and used to you had a few good blends you know, and they—they were most of your big name guys, but now you go in there and it's just shelf after shelf of excellent cigars. And I, I don't know if that's contributed to the growers and the quality of the tobacco or the aging process or what they're doing now, but just its, it's hard to get back to some of your old favorites sometimes. So, what's final thoughts, and we'll kind of wrap this abortion up here.
1: I have enjoyed it. Um, a lot milder than, than what I, I expected coming in. Uh, again, for for the price point of say eight dollars per stick, I would uh, be out on this one. Yeah. What about it, Tim? I'd
0: have to agree. I mean, it, it the flavor is just not there for me.
2: Yeah. It's, well. I'm going to say, I kind of go with Corey there. It was decent smoke, a little milder than what I was expecting coming in. And I, I think it may have not done it quite justice because this is, I think, cigar number four of the day for me. So that that could have a, a little bit to do with it. But, uh, just had a few minutes, thought we would uh, throw this abortion together and hope you guys don't fall asleep listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us, Corey, Tim. Great having you guys down.
1: This has been a Cigar Tipsters production.